0: Hello, everyone. We speak of music being passionate. We speak of pathos. We also speak of passion. The two don't necessarily go hand in hand. But when Beethoven wrote his Pathétique Sonata, he didn't mean that he was writing something pathetic. It's impassionate. We'll talk about the linguistic difference after a little while. Let's listen to the first movement of the only composition well, one of two, that he himself entitled, namely the Pathétique Sonata, Opus 13, the first movement in this program entitled today The Ethos of Pathos. Got a lot of explaining to do there. Here is Alfred Brendel. Thank you. a moving piece of music, this first movement of the Opus 13, piano sonata by Beethoven, which he, Beethoven himself, entitled Pathétique. In fact, he called it Grande Sonate Pathétique. In French, he called it that way. The only one other than Les Adieux, which comes much later, Opus 81a, which he himself gave a special name. The Appassionata, which is very close in, in, in emotion to this, That was not so-called by Beethoven himself, but by the publisher Kranz, without authority, yet with a certain propriety. This was played by Alfred Brandl. It's moving music. And patetica doesn't mean pathetic, necessarily. The Italians say, for instance, un discorso patetico, a moving speech. This was una musica patetica moving music. So it's the quality or power in literature, music, speech, or other expressive forms of evoking a feeling of great emotion, sometimes pity or compassion. Then it's what we call pathetic. There is a linguistic difference here. Passion is perhaps the bridging word. Any emotion like love, desire, anger, hate, fear, Grief, joy, hope—all of this, especially when it's of a compelling or powerful nature, such as we heard it, very strong. For instance, we say, or the the Italians say, "È e appassionato per la musica." He has an impassionate feeling for music. All right. What about ethos? Well, ethos is the moral element in dramatic literature that determines a person's action rather than his thought or emotion. So this ethos of pathos is the ethical nature of all of this passion that we're going to hear today, according to the title or implications of an adjective nature. We'll come to that in a program entitled The Ethos of Pathos. Now let's turn to a work which has the word appassionato, in the title as an adjective. Nothing else. It's not headed that way. I'm referring this time to the first movement of a sonata, the the one number three in C minor, and I purposely chose it because it's the same key that we just heard, opus 45 by Edvard Grieg for violin and piano. It's entitled Allegro Molto, very fast, ed appassionato, and passionate. Listen to the son and mother team of Dmitry Sitkovetsky violinist and Bella Davidovich pianist. Once again, that dramatic key of C minor, with which we began with Beethoven's Pathetique. This sonata, of which we at the first movement, is not titled Pathetique, nor is it titled Appassionata. It's simply titled a Sonata in C minor, Opus 45, for violin and piano by Edvard Grieg. It was performed by Dmitry Sitkovetsky and Bella Davidovich. But the first movement is subtitled Allegro molto ed appassionato very fast, and in a passionate fashion. And so, once again, we come to the question of semantics here, of uh, linguistics, if you will. It's not always easy to see if a composer wants to be very passionate, whether he has pity in mind, as we would, according to the translation of pathos, namely, as I said earlier, the quality or power in literature And in music and in speech, or any other expressive form, to evoke a feeling of pity or compassion. That's pathetic. We call it pathetic. The French call it pathétique. The Germans call it pathetisch. Doesn't necessarily mean pity. It can mean passion. Surely there is passion here. Appassionato. And that is a wonderful adjective to use. So let's turn to another example where the appassionato appears as an adjective rather than as a title of the entire work. Let me, this time, lead you to the second of two sonatas that Johannes Brahms wrote for cello and piano. And the second one, Opus 99, this time is in F major, not C minor. But the second movement is entitled, I should say, the third movement is entitled Allegro Appassionato, in a passionate fashion. Well, let's see what this sounds like. And let's listen to Janusz Starker, cellist, and Georgie Scherberg, piano. <laughs> last movement of the Tchaikovsky Pathétique, the symphony number six, and this subtitle, Adagio Lamentoso, Lament, Lamentation, and then the Andante, the Transfiguration, very short-lived because the despair takes over again. This is truly Pathétique. A program entitled The Ethos of Pathos. Now, from the Pathos of Tchaikovsky, let's listen to the passion once more of Brahms, and this time exemplified in the second movement of his second piano concerto, Allegro Appassionato. No pity here, but rather passion. Listen to Arthur Rubinstein, who could be very passionate, and RCA Symphony Orchestra, Joseph Cripps conducting. again, it is up to you to read into this music pathos, pity, compassion, or just passion. But what uh, Brahms had in mind when he called this Allegro Appassionato was simply the passion which is shown here. Second movement of the Second Piano Concerto performed by Arturo Rubinstein and the RCA Symphony Orchestra Joseph Cripps
1: conducting.